Hey everyone, this is Zach at F Chalupa Batman. We are the Tripwire Pod. I am joined today by Alex. How's it going today, Alex? Hey, not too bad. How's it going? Birds are five and zero. Oh. We got Dallas this week. The Phils <laughs> advanced. Man, it's not awful being a Philly fan for once. <laughs> and we all know I am a Cowboys fan, so I had to wear my Micah Parsons military appreciation jersey uh, as we are in the Cowboys versus Eagles this week. And I knew you were on here as a diehard Philly uh, Eagles fan, Philadelphia team so we are like i said the triple r pod we are part of the triple play fantasy family we're also part of the um, fantasy points media group and we are here for the waiver wire that is what we do we are we are not the main show the main show is on tuesday nights make sure you guys follow those guys but that's why it's important that you guys subscribe to our youtube channel if you are watching or make sure you're following us on the podcast as well we appreciate if you drop a like on the video but we are here to get you ready for week six. Can't believe we're already talking about week six. And shout out to uh, Z2 Fantasy Toby. We miss you, man. Toby was with us last year. He's super busy now, uh, living it up. But hopefully we can get you on sometime. Thanks for tuning in. So, not going to lie. It's going to get ugly real quick. So, bye weeks. Already starting week six. We have Detroit Lions, Houston Texans, Las Vegas Raiders, Tennessee Titans. Not too bad. You got a few stud players in there. Um, not too bad. But just get your head around it already for week seven. I know it feels crazy we're talking about week seven, but that's what's important about the waiver wire and making sure you're setting yourself up for success. So maybe you pick up somebody this week while they're cheaper because you're going to need them in week seven. In week seven, we have the Buffalo Bills, Dallas Cowboys, Jacksonville Jaguars, Los Angeles Chargers, Minnesota Vikings, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So a ton of starters that you rely on week in and week out will be out week seven. So, also the Eagles. The Eagles are on their bye week seven. Did I miss that? So that that adds four more fantasy starters. Yeah, even worse. So why don't you get us started with quarterback, which uh, I'll let you cover it, but man, is it bleak? It is, but there is only one quarterback who's actually worth spending any legitimate fab on. And that is Geno Smith. They wrote him off, but like he said, he didn't write back, and he is having a career year. He is the QB6 as of right now. Mahomes still has to play. That could change. He has 10 total touchdowns with only two interceptions, and he is seventh with nine passing touchdowns. He's only rostered in a hair over 30% of leagues. In a one QB league, you can probably spend 10% of your remaining fab left. But if you're in a multiple QB league, I would be okay, honestly, spending all of it unless the top running back is available because Geno Smith has shown to have that high floor with that that safe floor, excuse me, with that high ceiling. So he's one of those guys who, as your QB2, can be a set it and forget it, which is weird to say. Now, the rest of the guys on the list, you have Justin Fields, Jimmy Garoppolo, Marcus Mariota, and Zach Wilson. These are desperation plays where you can honestly get most of them, if not all of them, with a zero bid. Yeah, and I will say, if you're in two QB leagues, um, none of these guys are actually available. No. <laughs> and we're looking at under 50% rostered on ESPN. So there may be some guys on your league. I know every league is different. I hear it all the time. Not in my league. I get it. We're covering ESPN because they're the most popular platform. Their default is 10-team leagues, so I get their percentages are going to be a little different. Uh, yeah. But um, understand that there could be a Trevor Lawrence out there. I know he hasn't looked great the last two weeks, but he's still solid. There could be um, 
let's say I'm trying to think who else is on a fringe. Um, guys like that, though, I mean, James Winston when he's healthy, there's just make sure you check your way for water. But really, Geno Smith, like you said, is our guy. And I uh, just want to, how's it going, Jasper? Thanks for tuning in. And uh, hopefully we can help you out this week. So much more exciting is the running backs, uh, lucky for me. So, again, I hear they're not in my league. It's been all over Twitter today. But Kenneth Walker is the number one pickup, 47.7% rostered. Number two, Ido Benjamin, 6.8% rostered. Number three, Rashad White, 23.9% rostered. Number four, Alexander Madison, 43% rostered. And number five, Isaiah Pacheco, who is about to play tonight. We're recording right before Midnight Football at 17.9% rostered. So I wanted to talk Kenneth Walker the third uh, first. He's obviously number one. You are spending 100% of your fab, whatever you have left. I don't care what it is. The reason for that is because there's nobody that's going to be better from a running back position left on the waiver wire at any point. This mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. Look at any backup that is out there. They will not, that is currently available. Obviously, there's plenty of other backups, but that is currently available. So not Tony Pollard, um, not uh, who else is Green behind? Uh, yeah, AJ Dillon. They're not going to be available. So of the guys that are available left, it's just Kenneth Walker. Is he a perfect player? Absolutely not. He has his flaws. Seattle has its flaws, especially in the run game, but he's the only man left in that team. Travis Homer isn't taking his job. So it doesn't really, I, don't, I can share 10, 20 stats for you about Kenneth Walker. It doesn't matter. Just bid it all. If you get them, great. If you don't, that's why we're talking about some other guys. So I did want to highlight one more. That was Eno Benjamin. So again, I wouldn't go crazy on Eno. Maybe 10%. It really just depends on when you have to uh, submit your um, your waiver wire bids in. We're talking Monday night. We have no idea the severity of the injuries for um, James Conner or even for Damian Williams yet. So if one of them plays, Eno Benjamin, far less valuable. If both of them are out, you know, Benjamin's now a starter. And this is a stat is per Rich Rebar. Highest percentage of touches to come in the Renzo, red zone, minimum 40 touches. You know, Benjamin, number two at 21.4%. So even before these injuries, they've been using him in the red zone. And he's also looked solid on the field. Now, the Cardinals are a dysfunctional offense. And we have no idea if Eno can ha- handle a heavy workload. So you don't want to go crazy. But he is somebody that you could slide in that flex or if you're dealing with these bye weeks that are coming up. The rest of the guys I named, so Rashad White, Madison, and Pacheco, I'm not spending more than 5% fab. Um, they're just not worth that much to me. Moving on to wide receivers. So number one is George Pickens. I did cheat by 0.8%. He is 50.8% rostered, but I wanted to get his name out there just in case he's still available in your league since he's available in half of ESPN leagues. Number two, Devin Duvernay, 24.9% rostered. Number three, Alex Pierce. 8.6% rostered. Number four, Isaiah McKenzie, 26.1% rostered. And number five, Khalil Shakir at 0.8% rostered. So we're not talking George Pickens because I covered him last week. So if you really want to know about him, check out uh, next week or last week's episode. Uh, but it's still much the same. He looked great again in a terrible game for the Steelers. So if he's still on your way far, pick him up and splash out some cash, maybe 20, 25%. Um, but really, I wanted to focus on Devin Duvernay. So he's currently the wide receiver 22, which is crazy. This is before Monday Night Football. And per PFF, he is the second highest rated Ravens on offense with a 77.8 grade, which is also the 14th out of 112 eligible wide receivers. And he just came off a 72% snap count in week five. 
So he's playing really well. Um, and we don't know when Rashad Bateman is coming back. So they said it was a midfoot injury. To me, I say Liz Frank. They say it's not Liz Frank. Who knows? So Bateman could be back next week, but we don't know yet. So go get Duvernay on your squad. You might be able to sneak him in. All right. So we have Alex Pierce. Alec Pierce, sorry, is the last one I want to talk about. So per Adam Leviton, he had a 20.1% targets on routes run this season, while Pittman is at 19.8%. So he's being targeted on more routes that he runs comparatively to Pittman so far. Very close. But the fact that they're that close is very promising for Pierce. In the last three weeks, because he started off real slow his first two weeks as a rookie, 15 receptions from 20 targets for 222 yards. And that's a 14.8% yards per reception. And if you don't remember him coming out of college, he is very athletic and very fast. There's really only one other watch receiver on that team, and that is Michael Pittman. So as terrible as Matt Ryan has looked, he's still throwing the ball a lot. Um, so I think Alec Pierce is one of those guys you can sneak in. Probably I don't I don't know how many people are in your league unless it's a very competitive league are really paying attention to Alec Pierce right now, especially because he played last Thursday night. You can probably get him pretty cheap. Um, but if you're feeling like he's going to be targeted, then I would say yeah, you're still putting in like one percent. Uh, it's okay if you don't end up getting him, but sneak him on the end your bench. And then I wanted you to wrap up with tight ends, Alex, which I know are very exciting as we always talk about every week. Yeah, so it is pretty ugly, per usual. I'm only going to highlight three guys. You have Taysom Hill, who on ESPN is rostered in only 11.8% of leagues, but that is going to absolutely skyrocket after this performance over the weekend. Hayden Hurst, who's rostered in 25.3% of leagues. And Big Bob Robert Tanyan, who's rostered in 27.6% of leagues. So I'm going to highlight Taysom Hill as we all are this week. As we know, he's the tight end three on the year, despite only having one catch on the season. But Dennis Allen is still using him similarly to how Sean Payton did. The Swiss Army Knight, he's been on the field a lot, especially after Jameis Winston's went down. He's been seeing a lot of action in the running game the last few weeks. This might be one of the times where, it'll similar to last year, you'll be able to play him in the tight end spot for just a couple of weeks before the Saints like, hey, we're going to move him to quarterback, or we're going to move him to running back, or we're going to move him to wherever the hell we feel like putting him, just not tight end. So this is a guy where if you don't get Kenneth Walker or Geno Smith, I'd be willing to spend the money on Taysom Hill just for the fact he can win you a week or two the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and I think it's important to point out that is he going to have three, four touchdowns again? Probably not, but he's getting looks in the red zone consistently. So when you're talking about your tight end, which, yes, Taysom Hill is technically labeled as a tight end. That's it. Yeah, you are looking – you're literally just touchdown desperate. Whoever gets a touchdown is going to win you your week for you that week at your tight end position. And who has a better chance at a touchdown outside those – what top five or six tight ends, then someone like Taysom Hill, who you can get off your waiver wire. And, and like I said, you can't expect last week every week. No, uh, not at all. But I mean, it wouldn't shock me to see him score touchdown every other, every two to three weeks. Um, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. And he's in a spot right now where he's going to put up non zeros, which is what you need. Speaking Absolutely. of that, another guy who's been doing that this season is Hayden Hurst. 
In three of the five games, he's seen at least seven targets. And in those three contests, he's had at least five catches in all three of them. T. Higgins is dealing with an ankle injury. He was on a pitch count this past week. I think he played, what, like seven snaps? Ten snaps, yeah. Ten snaps. Very little. So Hurst is going to be on the field, especially with Higgins nursing that ankle injury. He's going to, same thing, see the four to six targets. You're really just hoping he gets like three grabs for 40 yards and a touchdown. That'll put him right around, let's see, that'll put him at like 12, 13. Full PPR points, which is what you, you desperately need from the tight end position. Absolutely. And I do see we have a few people watching live right now, which is great. If you're not watching live, that's okay. Um, we, we come out early, so that way you're good to go for, for uh, Tuesdays before your waiver. But if you have any questions, feel free to post those questions, uh, preferably on YouTube or Facebook, because Twitter still hasn't gotten their stuff together when it comes to reaching out to us. So I wanted to play a little game with you. Alex, as we do every... Oh, sorry. I forgot DST stream of the week because it is ugly. All right. So are you ready for this? I have a twofer for you. We have the LA Rams at 47.4% rostered versus the Carolina Panthers. Or if they're taken, we're going to go the reverse. The Carolina Panthers at 8.4% rostered at the LA Rams. Both offenses are struggling hard and both defenses are actually quite good. So... I know the Panthers just fired their defensive coordinator, but they actually have a pretty talented defense. That offense has just been putting them in bad positions, and the Rams cannot stop any kind of pass rush. That's why I'm wearing my Micah Parsons jersey right now. So um, that would be my recommendation at Stream of the Week. Yeah, no no objections at all here. Perfect. So now onto the game. We just talked to you about a bunch of different players to pick up. Well, that means you need to make room on your roster. So here are guys that are rostered in over 50% of ESPN leagues. And I want to ask you if they are droppable or not. And this is probably our spiciest week yet, so it should be fun. All right, so this is an order of most rostered to least rostered. Tight end Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts, 96% rostered. Still can't drop him. Yeah, no, just bench him. Don't drop him. Quarterback Russell Wilson, 91%. I'm dropping Russ. Yeah, go pick up Geo Smith. Uh, running back Cam Akers, 86%. I, I, f- I feel like he still got the majority of the volume this past week. I wouldn't drop him, but I would bench him. The if you need the space and he's your worst running back right now, I would drop him, but preferably to bench him, see if his value bounces back. Worst case, trade him in the future. Tight end, Dalton Schultz, 83%. I'm holding him still. I'm dropping Schultz. That's coming from a guy. Really? Uh, I mean, he, he has not looked good. He is not healthy. He got hurt again um, until Dak is back and until I see Schultz be healthy. I don't want him clogging my roster. I don't know why Schultz got hurt again. I would drop him. Yeah, he banged up his knee again. I don't know if he came He came out of the game for a little bit. Um, I'm not sure if he ended up coming back in, but he definitely banged up the same knee he already had injured. Oh, then yeah, i drop him. Yep. Quarterback Matthew Stafford, 81%. Same thing. I'm dropping him. Yep. Uh, running back Chase Edmonds, 80%. Sorry, Joe Pepe. Probably getting the drop as well. Absolutely. Wide receiver Allen Robinson, 75%. Should have been dropped. Yep, gone. Wide receiver Darnell Mooney, 70%. It looked like Fields was throwing a little more over the weekend, so I'd still hold him. <laughs> That's such a low bar, though, right now. Uh, I would try to hold Mooney if you can, but he's getting really close to droppable. Uh, yeah, he's in that range. Wide receiver Chase Claypool, 68%. Yeah, I'm dropping him. Absolutely. 
And the last one, tight end Dawson Knox, 68%. I mean, Mars saw some volume with uh, this past week. I'd If you need the roster spot, I'd drop him, but I'd be okay giving him one more week. Yeah, it's just with his injuries and so many weapons. Uh, yeah, they do. Dropping Knox. You can always pick him up later. But yeah, so that's everybody. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll try to keep it quick for you, uh, get you ready for Monday Night Football. Make sure you guys are tuning in every week. Probably going to be about 7.30 p.m. every Monday night. Hopefully uh, we get Steve back next week. We had to uh, do a last-minute scratch, unlike T. Higgins. Uh, we, it was feeling under the weather, so we did, we did not put him in the 53-man roster. We didn't keep him in the game. Yeah, yeah we, we, took, we took care of him. Um, so we hope he feels better. Thank you all for tuning in. Like I said at the top, please go ahead, like the video. That's the best way to support us. Subscribe to the Triple Play Fantasy channel. We have a ton of great content coming out, not just football. We got you covered in every fantasy sport. And with that, have a great night, Alex. Enjoy Monday Night Football, everyone. If you're tuning in Tuesday, well, good luck. Hopefully you won your matchups, and let's get it to week six. Have a good one, guys. Have a good one.